This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. All right, very good. Well, hello and welcome again to Retirement Keys. I uh, am Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we have a special guest with us today, Brad Carr. Brad, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, we're so happy to have you here today, Brad, and we also have our fabulous co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, who, frankly, we could not do the show without him. So, Tony, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, Anthony, you're too kind. You could do the show without me. Uh, It probably wouldn't be as crazy. Uh, might be a few more facts, Grant. <laughs> uh, but I li- I'm along for the ride. I love this. And thanks for having me on the show. Now, uh, Brad, your last name is Carr. We might have to update that to make it more current and uh, call you Brad SUV because they're way more Well, popular. you know, that's true. They, you know, Ford stopped making cars or is about to stop yeah. making cars. A lot of companies just, just... have uh, limited how many actual cars they make and they're making SUVs and pickups. So, uh, yeah. I find that interesting, but I, I just, you know, with your last name, it was too easy. Thanks. Thanks. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Comic. So is that a fact? Is Ford, have you, is Ford uh, looking to just uh, kind of cu- cut out the car line? Crossovers, SUVs, pickups. That's pretty much what they're going to do in a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, they might have one or two uh, cars, but I know that all the major companies are looking at cutting back on regular cars. Uh, GM okay. has already cut out a couple of different Chevy vehicles uh, because everybody wants SUVs and crossovers and trucks. Well, you see that, folks? If we, uh, we, 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 we aim to bring current events and current uh, stories to you, um, and we appreciate you guys being here with us. Uh, I didn't realize that, so that's very interesting. Yeah. Today, in our retirement planning talk, we're going to be talking about uh, financial well-being and the ways to help you achieve it. Oftentimes, people can confuse uh, having wealth and financial security, but let me explain how they might be different. You could measure the net worth of your coworkers, friends, and family and compare it with your own or the accumulation of money or positions that they have, but financial security is a little different, and we'll be talking about that, that today. Being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs, and it is uh, certainly unique to everyone. So, Tony, I think it's going to be a great show. I think it's a great topic. How do we feel about uh, our finances is the title of the show, and I, and I, think, it, uh, I think it's a very uh, a fitting topic uh, closing out the year. Sure, and you're right. Uh, that's a good point. Financial well-being and peace of mind uh, can be different than financial wealth. Uh, So you have to look at that. And we all want uh, to feel good about our finances, but maybe you guys could talk more about what exactly financial well-being is. What do you mean by that? Well, well, sure. Uh, You know, there's 
many characteristics that uh, people who are financially stable share. Uh, you know, they have control over their expenses, their daily, monthly, and even their annual expenses. They know when their property taxes are going to be due, and they, they allocate for that. Uh, they have a budget that they go off of, and you know, they plan their financial life, um, allocate everything for the different expenses ahead of time. Um, they're also able to overcome, uh, you know, when they have a, a shock, you know, some, some large expense, the market drops or a medical emergency, uh, people who are, when they're secure in their financial well-being, unexpected events don't get them off track. Uh, they typically stay on track to meet their financial goals. Um, you know, maybe it's saving for a, a new house or maybe it's saving for a rental property or just squirreling money away for retirement, but they have a plan and they work towards it. And, and then lastly, uh, those with financial well-being possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make the decisions to help them enjoy their lives. Uh, you know, taking that extra family vacation, splurging on a new boat or a car or whatever. People with financial well-being have that control over their finances. They can make those choices, spend their money how they want to, not, not how they have to. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all definition. Uh, in order to get a place of financial well-being in your life, you have to think about what you envision for your life, how you want to live, the choices you need to make uh, now and in the future in order to get there. You just have to prioritize. So how does somebody figure out where they're at on that financial well-being scale, so to speak? Well, you know, Tony, a lot of people naturally measure their financial well-being, but for those who don't, it's usually to get in the habit of taking what we call your financial emotional temperature, whether you need to be reminded to do it at your annual visit with your advisor or maybe during tax season when you meet with your tax accountant. It's a good time to stop and reflect on the past year and, 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 and really look at how you feel about how things are going. If you're not sure how to reflect on that, ask yourself things like, over the last few months, how often did you feel joy, peace, satisfaction, or pride as it relates to your financial situation? On the flip side, how often did you feel maybe negative emotions or stress or anger or helplessness as it regards uh, to your finance? This could be good questions and good indicators on getting the ball rolling on how our own analysis of our financial well-being is. And I really think it's just a good gauge, Tony, you know, to really think about, you know, how you feel. How do you feel things are going? And people are very intuitive. Uh, you know, when we when we build retirement plans, and you know, we, uh, we really think there's five key areas to any retirement plan. There's the estate and legacy planning. There's health care planning. There's an investment strategy. There's income planning. And then, of course, there's taxes. And we really should be focused in all five of those areas and and look from time to time. I, we hope that every three to four months, you know, and our, our, our clients, you know, we spend uh, time reviewing our plans. So we look at where we, where we wanted to be and then where we are. And are we exceeding our objectives? Are we exceeding our expectations? So I really think we should all have expectations on where we are and certainly where we're going. 
and um and then be, and then you know go about the business of doing that those checkups whether they be annual checkups or semi-annual checkups but that's going to be real important as it relates to not only getting into retirement but then also all through retirement uh, is going to be equally important to partner with a firm that um that that uh, not only helps you with uh, uh, setting up your retirement plan, but also the relationship, the ongoing relationship in maintaining those objectives along the way. Yeah. Very important, especially looking at all your objectives and figuring this out. What are some other things that we need to consider? Well, I think uh, the, at the core of a lot of people's unhappiness uh, really comes from uh, their financial issues and keeping up with the Joneses. You know, Think about how much you compare yourself to others. Uh, you know, think about who you're comparing yourself to, whether it's friends, families, neighbors, colleagues. How often are these comparisons negative? You know, the old adage, uh, comparison is a thief of joy. I think that applies to finances, too. Uh, you know, no two people, no two couples are alike. Everyone has different, uh, uh, it, it's just impossible to compare yourself you know, dollar for dollar with your neighbor. Um, you know, who, again, who are you looking up to with regards to your finances? Is there anyone particular that you, you admire, uh, you know, their, their work, their life, uh, how, they, how they manage their stress? Um, one of the things you can do to help achieve financial well-being is to choose a mentor or role model that shares the values that you'd like to mold your life around and who makes wise financial choices. Right. And that's so important. And that makes sense. Well, you know, we should probably uh, take a quick break here. Anthony, do you have anything to add for our listeners? I just appreciate you tuning in. Of course, we're closing out uh, the end of uh, 2019. What a great time to start, uh, uh, you know, doing some final uh, final checks on any tax planning, tax arrangements, any additional contributions to any retirement accounts. Um, so this is a good time, you know, to really uh, be, um, you know, looking at uh, your plan going forward uh, for the new year. So uh, the end of the year is always a good time to just get that that kind of that uh, that gut check. So if anyone is out here listening and enjoying the show and do, does not have a formal retirement plan, if you're listening, but you you can say, well, I don't really have a formal retirement plan, or I'd like to get a second opinion on what I do have. I'd like to make this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Jimmy of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop, the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Congemi, and our special guest host, Brad Carr. Uh, Brad and Anthony, great show so far today. We're talking about how we feel about our finances and what difference that can make. In the first segment, you talked about what it means to have financial well-being and some of the questions we should be asking ourselves to really determine where you're at on this spectrum. And now that we've established that, what it really means to have financial well-being, 
maybe you could talk a little bit about why it's so important to have financial well-being. Well, sure. Um, finances there are always near the top of the list for life stresses that people deal with, and you know, stress is a normal part of life, and it isn't completely avoidable. Uh, it it can also have some serious ramifications, you know, if, as to your health. You know, prolonged levels of stress. Um, one of the definitions of financial well-being that we talked about in the first segment was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your ov- overall emotional well-being, too. Um, flip side of that, I'm sure we all have real examples in our own life. Uh, those around us, uh, you know, times when uh, maybe our finances weren't on the right track and it affected our overall sense of well-being. Um, when we don't have a, a sense of overall emotional well-being, sometimes we can make some choices that are derived from fear or anxiety. Uh, take a, it can take a seriously negative toll on our financial well-being. Well, and that, and that makes sense, Brad. So uh, would you say, Anthony, that emotional and financial well-being are maybe directly related to one another? Uh, Of course, your relationship with your family and friends are more important than your finances. But I think at one point or another, we have all let our finances affect even our closest relationships. On the other side of the spectrum, when you have a strong sense of your financial well-being, it allows you to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships in your life that you do have. I would also point out that when we feel secure and stable emotionally, we generally make wise, more calculated financial decisions. A lot of the times, people make poor financial decisions when they're in emotional distress. That's why we joke about people buying fancy cars during a midlife crisis. Generally speaking, when our emotions aren't in check uh, is when people tend to make reckless or impulsive decisions that make affect their future uh, financial life negatively. So yeah, Tony, I I think that, you know, our uh, emotions and our financial lives and even as it relates to our relationships, all of this, you know, in some form or fashion does seem like it gets entangled and tied together. And, you know, obviously I would say, uh, I think just in my own experience with our clients, the ones that, that have a you know, that, you know, the folks that have well-designed plans and, and have their finances in order and, and have their, their, their income in order and they're retired and, and all the details have been worked out, whether it be their income plan or the tax strategy, uh, their health care planning, their estate plan even, um, all of that, when all of that's put together and it's really laid out and it's on track, and they can even monitor that on a quarterly or semi-annual basis, and they see how things are are so well laid out, yeah, I think it helps their relationships. I think it, it, it spills over into all aspects of life. Um, I think they're, they're happier. They have more joy. They spend more time with family and they're more, they're more, uh, less likely. We all are, frankly. I mean, when our finances are in order, when our plans in order, I think it, it really does, uh, you know, uh, relieve a lot of stress and anxiety that people go through. So 
I think it's more to it than just having it organized. I think it spills over in, in a lot of aspects of our, uh, in the different aspects of our life. And that's why I just encourage our listeners, you know, if you, if you don't have a formal plan, if you're not tracking your retirement plan, or if you're in retirement and you just want a second opinion, hey, am I, am I on track? You know, we run our plans to age 100. So we want to know that the, 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 the numbers are good and the income is good all the way out to age 100. We want to have balances and strong balances at the end. We want to include tax planning. We want to include health care planning. We want to include an estate plan. So I think when you have a formal plan like that and all of those pieces are put together, it does it's, it goes a long way in our sense of um, uh, uh, satisfaction and, 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 and really uh, harbors more joy and contentment in retirement. Sure. And Brad, I know there are certain things to try to avoid in order to help keep your financial well-being on track, right? Well, yes. I mean, you can't uh, protect yourself completely from unexpected trials. There, there's certainly going to be times when you know things happen, uh, but it's the it's your attitude and and maybe your biases that can prevent us from acting in our own best interests. Um, a good example is when a tendency that investors have to react more strongly to negative news than positive news. Uh, you know, we, we want to put more weight, more focus on what's happening in the world and in the current news, instead of looking at everything from a larger, you know, a bigger picture. Uh, I mean, whether it's China or who, whatever, we're looking at it, this microcosm when there's a, a much larger picture we could be looking at. <clears throat> Um, regardless of what the state, what state the economy is in right now, uh, it's smart to think long term, and how the uh, that's going to fit our overall picture and plan, not just to become overwhelmed with the current state of things. Another thing is the herd mentality. Uh, you see a lot of investors uh, who, well, everyone else is doing it. I've got to get on that bandwagon too. Whether that's you know buying gold or you know sometimes those are things that that train has already left the station by the time the herd tries to get on board. Uh, investors will buy securities at their top prices uh, as a result of following the crowd. None of these things are going to derail your finances, but they're, it's good to be aware of them uh, so, because they can have a negative impact on your financial life. We have been discussing financial well-being and what that means, how it looks in your life, how it relates to your emotional well-being and the rest of your life and the kinds of behaviors that you should avoid in order to keep your financial well-being on track. And I would say the key to that is going to have a plan. Have a good retirement plan in place, and you can stay on track. So I just uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in and, and uh, on our last segment of the show. And uh, it's been a great show so far. Yeah, it has. And thanks for the recap. Uh, you and Brad have been talking about how important it is to have financial well-being. Um, maybe you could speak a little bit about how we can achieve that. Of course. The first thing you can do is just be aware of how your emotions and biases may come into play in your financial life. Think of the last few financial decisions that you've made and the emotions that have impacted those decisions, regardless of how big or small they were. 
One of the best things you can do to achieve financial well-being is to work with a good financial services professional, especially one who's well-versed in behavioral finance. So your emotions and uh, your uh, financial decisions really do go hand in hand. Wow. Uh, that makes sense. And why is this uh, aspect so important for people to have, Brad? Well, because then they can recognize certain patterns uh, of thought that can really have a negative e effect on their overall financial well-being. Uh, and not only that, but once they pinpoint those kinds of thoughts, they can then steer clients into making smarter, more sound financial decisions that are unique to the individual and may help give them peace of mind. Yeah, and that's what we're all looking for is that peace of mind. So how do we find someone, uh, a, you know, a trusted financial professional like yourselves that offer that? You know, finding the right professional can be challenging, a challenging process, but it's important. It's an important one that you'd want to make sure that you're working with the right person when it comes to your finances. Gener generally, when people are looking for financial professionals to work with, they consider things like whether they provide advice and services and things like investments, retirement, cash flow, asset protection, these types of things. But when it comes to uh, your financial well-being and finding a professional to help with it, you really need to dig a little deeper. And I would say that, um, you know, certainly do your research. Uh, if it's retirement planning that, that you're uh, interested in, obviously firms that specialize in retirement planning uh, is going to be uh, firms that you could look at. Certainly, um, uh, fiduciaries, I think the fiduciary standard is, is, uh, is something that you should expect. And one of the things that I, that I often uh, tell people to do, and I appreciate when, they, when people come in and ask, uh, is to actually look at the retirement plans, uh, a sample plan. You know, when you go to other firms, just say, look, you know, I'd like to see what a sample retirement plan were to look like if I were to become a client. What, what, you know, what's your plan look like? What's in it? You know, can you understand it? Uh, is it laid out uh, uh, um, in, a, in, a, in an orderly fashion? Uh, is it covering the things that you feel are important? So, you know, one of the things we, uh, we, we try to do on our very first appointment is to really, you know, go through a retirement plan. Hey, this is the pieces. This is the objective. This is what we think is important. And, and really offer that and show that and, and let, you know, our, our potential client look and see what our plans consist of, all the aspects of it, all the little nuances, all of the reports, everything that we provide. And I would encourage uh, all of our listeners to, to, to expect that. Expect that you're going to see a sample mock retirement plan. What does it look like? What can I expect from your firm? And I would, you know, I think that that's uh, certainly uh, something that, um, that's going to be important. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. And Brad, uh, why don't you, what do you have to say about this? Explain that to us a little more. Well, I think it's important to get to the bottom of the firm's ultimate purpose. You know, what's their goal? Why do they get out of bed in the morning? Uh, you know, at the root of their mission, the financial professional you work with should have a few key passions. They got to have a desire to help transform the client's relationship with finances. It can be done by helping them change their attitudes, their beliefs, even their behaviors surrounding money. 
Another thing they should care about is the well-being of the client, not just financial, but also emotional and physical. Since emotions play such a huge role in a person's financial life, it's important to take every aspect of life into account. And probably most importantly, they need to genuinely care about people. Uh, Even in our staff meeting this morning, we talked about how important it is to just always, always, always do the right thing. Absolutely. And I'd just like to piggyback off of that and say, you know, I mean, really, we're all here to serve. You know, this, this is why we're here. We, you know, in, 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 and with all of our listeners, you know, in whatever, in whatever field you're in or whatever uh, a position you hold or have held in the past, uh, you know, if you think about it, it it's, it's the service uh, that you provided that made a difference in people's lives, even the service to your own family and uh, uh, kids, uh, grandkids, friends, neighbors, you know, we're all here to serve. And, and so in, in, our, in our firm, really, we, we take that seriously. We really do. We're here to serve. You know, we, we, we do feel we have a, a pretty well thought out retirement plan uh, that, that does cover, um, you know, various aspects of a retirement. You know, we think the, the, the essentials to a retirement plan and we want to offer that. We want to show that. We want to showcase that. We want to show our uh, potential clients what those plans look like. And for our existing clients, we monitor those very, very closely. And in our reviews, when our clients come in, we're always referring back to our retirement plan. Are we on track? Are we meeting the expectations that we laid out? I mean, it really is a partnership. It's a relationship uh, that, we, um, that we really appreciate. And uh, so we want to thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Uh, We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, We'll be back with you next Sunday, same times. And and we really just enjoy coming to you and enjoy you tuning in. If there's anything we can do for you, if you'd like to see what, uh, what our plans look like, by all means, take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering our three-step retirement planning process at no cost and a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice upon completion of the planning process. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Jimmy at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.